Well, it was brief. Very brief. We should have played more, but I had the man here with us who made it. Welcome Pretty to the awesome. casual hour. You should play the whole thing. You should, definitely should play the whole thing on the one that he's on. Extended yeah. cut. I'm remixing it. Uh, hey, I am ha- to the guest. happy to welcome you all to the casual hour podcast ostensibly about video games. But tonight we are mostly about E3 2021 and saying hi to Patrick Brown. What's up? How you What's doing? happening? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be here as always. Wonderful. Thank y'all for having me. Of course. And as always, the gamer on the go, Chase Kinnicky, my E3 confidant from the weekend. Chase, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. I was about to say great, but <laughs> we had a we had an E3 injury over here. Oh boy, we're fine. Everything's fine. Everybody's okay. Okay. Just, you know, missing a toe now. No big deal. And <laughs> Farmer in the Dale. Johnny, who was out sowing seeds, too busy to talk about E3. Uh, sure. Yes. I'm back. I'm ready to talk about all the videos. Oh, games. I didn't ask how you were. He's got that farmer's tan. Look at him. It's true. I do, actually. If you look at my wrist, it's it's got quite the tan line. Uh, that Mediterranean blood. Pretty white to me. Well, we got a lot to cover tonight. Let's just set the stage up. Over the weekend, Chase, you and I broke down the first two days of E3. Uh, We showed and talked over some trailers. We covered a lot of the events, not everything, but most of the stuff that happened over the weekend. We talked a little bit about... um, The first three days of E3. Well, I mean, the Summer Games Fest is not technically associated with E3, but we we talked about what happened on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, totally. Um, So we got that information out there. It's on our our YouTube page. Uh, If you're listening to this as a podcast... Uh, check the notes. You'll see links to the first two days coverage if you want to follow up on a more detailed level of what those events looked like. But tonight, we're going to be celebrating E3, wrapping it up in style. Uh, we're going to cover what happened, uh, I guess, Monday and Tuesday. And then we'll uh, we'll all kind of go through and just share what were our big takeaways this year and have a good time doing it. Uh, sound good to everybody here? Sounds great. Always. And in. Cool. Uh, again, Patrick, thanks for being here. Uh, it's lovely to see you, love to hear you. And the little bit of music you heard live tonight was made by him, but the music you heard yeah. for this podcast and always you hear by him is made by him. Yeah. 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 Uh, very much. Thank you. So I guess we're going to kick it off with Capcom tonight. Does that work for everybody? I guess. What the hell was going on here with Capcom? I, I don't know if the, the expectations were just higher than they should have been. I, I don't know if Capcom just did a bad job of setting expectations, but they didn't really announce much of anything new. Most of the stuff they showed were games that were either out or are coming out very soon with maybe tiny little announcements attached to them. Like they, they started with Resident Evil and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, there's a multiplayer mode now and there's some other DLC stuff, blah, blah, blah. And that's it. And then they moved on. Like, okay, well, that's that's the first thing. And they, it just, it was a short show. It didn't have much of anything all that interesting to me. I mean, they talked about Monster Hunter Stories too, which is a game I'm extremely excited about. But we have also seen at least at least one other time during E3, and then we saw it at Nintendo the next day. So yeah. we we got to see plenty of Monster Hunter Stories too. It just. I, I was really underwhelmed by this by this whole thing. Patrick, let me ask you a like question about that. Because you are, out of the group of us, the one who cares the most about Resident Evil. 
and they did mm-hmm. talk about reverse which I, I were you into the, like what was going on with reverse and they got pushed back with eight coming out but you don't care no. about reverse not no, your thing not not at all <laughs> okay because i guess that's yeah. finally coming out uh in july but they did mm-hmm. what i was what i was surprised by because i knew it'd be monster hunter shit i'm surprised that there's going to be dlc for village mm-hmm. and that sounds strange because what i know about that game sounds like it ends pretty much like with a definitive like hey this is this is kind of done mm-hmm. what do you think um i can't really say too much because i haven't beaten the game okay but uh when i don't know if you guys heard about the when capcom got hacked a while ago no and uh oh yeah so capcom got they got all their like assets and a lot of stuff like pretty much held for ransom and i read the ending for resident evil 8 um because i cannot yeah because i can't contain myself (laughs) and uh and like you said yes it's a very definitive ending and yeah, I don't know where else that game can go. I don't want to spoil the ending for people who have not played it. But I mean, I guess it may not be like a story-based DLC. It may be like an like an extra game mode or like a or like a side thing, like a side story. Like in um, w- when they did the Resident Evil Two remake, um, the side story was you played as other survivors trying to get out of Raccoon City. So it might not be like. Um, might not be a continuation of the core story. Who knows? It, it's just you know. a, a mode where the tall vampire lady sits on you. No. That's all it is. <laughs> That's that, was, that was kind of my question. So uh, if I remember correctly, and I, I do not, I have not played Resident Evil 8, but I, I have heard people talk about it. Uh, lady Demetri, whatever, Lady D. Uh, she mm. is not in that game all that long. Like she's near the beginning. First couple of it. hours, I think. But yeah. then you kind of like ditch her, right? Uh, I don't want you to spoil anything, but is there any reason that Capcom couldn't make some DLC with her in it? Or is there a reason why she might not be in any future DLC? The internet was already too horny for her, so yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's like even more, it would just probably cause all of us to explode. Myself I mean, it included. really it caught Capcom by surprise that yeah. you know, if she was just in the demo, people thought the whole game was based around her, and they're like, oh, fuck, that... People are really horny for this vampire lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to go put a tweet to tell her our exact height out to the world so, to mm-hmm. satisfy the horny gamers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I could totally see we have, hey, here's a DLC. Here's a Lady DLC. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, no. sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, boy. Oh. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's more stuff with her. I could, I could totally see that because she's blown up way bigger than Capcom thought she sure. was for sure. Yeah. Uh, um yeah, I don't know. Like I'm I'm curious about that. That game has really taken off uh in a big way. Um I would like to know more about what that DLC is, even if I'll never play it. I think it's cool that that the game is doing well. And I mean Resident Evil, they got a reboot happening over on Netflix, it sounds like with the CGI series. That sounds really cool. Um and Can't wait. Uh I'm excited to see kind of what they're doing to bring this back towards raccoon city if they are and all that crazy crazy shit there with it so so i can break this down real quick okay so there is one so there are two two resident evil things coming out on netflix there's a movie starring claire redfield and leon s kennedy um, and that takes place in the core Resident Evil timeline. Okay. And then, and, and and then you have another. Sh- you have a show coming out. Um, a show. <clears throat> yes, you have a show coming out that I think is in like some kind of alternate parallel universe or something like that. 
and it's going to start um, Lance Reddick as Albert Wesker. Okay. So Dang. yes, yes, we have a black Wesker. Therefore, I would be watching every episode. I mean, and, right. he'll um, nail it. He'll nail it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know he's great, right? And then um, I believe the the other two heroines they are Wesker's daughters. Okay. Um, so yeah, so this should be very. I, I I could be wrong on that, so might want to fact check that. But there are two two heroines, and I believe they are Wesker's daughters. And it takes place, like I said, in like an alternate universe. So um, so in a, you know in a way, this kind of makes sense for Capcom to release an extra DLC for Resident Evil Eight. You know because they're keeping the conversation going around there what I believe to be Capcom's highest selling, you know, franchise, you know, for the next, I don't know, year and a half or so. So is yeah. it, is it not Monster Hunter at this point? Is it um, Resident Evil? I believe, I believe it's Resident Evil. Yeah. Okay. Because Resident Evil has been out longer than Monster Hunter has. Well, okay. That's, 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 that's a, yeah. Only reason why. <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I think that'd be great. I, I didn't know if there's anything at the nerd or Netflix nerd week or geek week, whatever they're calling it over there. If they they did anything mm-hmm. with it there, but that's that sounds awesome. Like I'm really curious mm-hmm. to see how those shows get translated over. Well, I mean, yeah. the movies were great. So <laughs> hey, absolutely. Cult Is that sarcasm? It's a little bit of sarcasm. Uh, yeah. There's maybe like one and a half good movies in there somewhere. When you oh, put the Resident Evil franchise, yeah, yeah. The first yeah. one was cool. The first one was like okay. It was like yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then it just went full on like. Camp, like, you know, I was like, all right, buddy, right. I'm, I, I'm checking out. So, look, moving on over here to something with uh, Monster Hunter Rise, there was the the connection, oh, which a different Capcom film franchise, the Monster, Monster Hunter. Hunter, the one that's the real the real deal there. Um, <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise is going to get so I think we knew this before E3, but it's getting a crossover with if you have a save file for the game. Uh, I'm sorry, if you have a, a save file for Monster Hunter Rise, there'll be a crossover for the new Monster Hunter stories. We're going to bring some of the, the gear over, and there's some new unlockable content as far as cosmetics go that will be uh, available here soon for that game. And they, what I was surprised by was they talked about this demo for Monster Hunter Rise, or I'm sorry, Monster Hunter Stories, that will be, I guess, uh, the 25th of June, right? So this next week we'll have that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. and they said that any of your save data for that demo will carry over to the full release, which sounds really cool. And that's also really soon. That's July 9th. So it's yeah, both it, of these things are coming like back to back. And uh, I mean, I think that we've talked a lot about Monster Hunter on here, but is there is this a game that you think you'll check out, Patrick? Did you play the first Monster Hunter stories? No, no? I still haven't beaten Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Okay, because because I keep starting over. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, and that game is perfect in, enough as it is. I don't need any more Monster Hunter, to be honest with you. Yeah. That game is so good. Base that, not, that is no fair. Like stories, stories is so much different though. Like this is this is a JRPG, whereas you know mon- the other Monster Hunters are you know Monster Hunter games mm-hmm. the way they are. This is pretty traditional. I, I love the first one. It was one of my favorite games when it when it first came out on the 3DS. And I'm I'm so excited for this one. It it looks good. Um, they they didn't get too much into gameplay, at, at least not into this trailer. I think Nintendo the Nintendo Direct had some more specific gameplay, but the announcements of the the, the trial version that comes out on the 25th that's that's pretty cool. I get to start playing that game earlier, and I I couldn't be happier. And we still yeah. have our uh, we still have our 
uh, packs, right? That each of us are getting one of the amiibos. Yeah, um, got to make sure we get all those amiibos. I think I'm going to oh, put God. it right yes. there. Yeah, I think that's where which, it's going to go. Which one? Which ones are we set on? I, I'm, I'm getting the Rathalos. I know. You're yeah, right. Bobby got the good one. You're getting the anime lady. I'm getting the lady, of course. I, I think. <laughs> and then uh, Johnny's getting a cat. Yeah. So the, I don't. I just didn't have space for the anime lady over here, Chase. So I'm gonna. Sure, sure. Hey, you know what? To be fair, I'm the one who picked last in that. Yeah. So I was left with the anime lady. It's. I. I sure, Chase. I'll take the. I'll take sure. the anime lady. Sure, sure. You're left with the anime lady. Uh. The other thing they brought up, which I've not played a lot of this series. Actually, I've, I've played any of it. I've watched a little bit of it, but Ace Attorney. Uh, it looks like the great Ace Attorney Chronicles uh, was announced. Uh, anything from, from you all on this? Is that something that you're into at all? I have so, never played one of those games. So these games haven't come to America before. As Phoenix Wright series has, but these are like in the same... They're the same franchise, but this takes place before this is like an ancestor of Phoenix Wright, who's also a lawyer, but it's it's in like more ancient England. Uh, these games have never come out. I believe these I don't know if these are remakes or if these are ports or what exactly they are, but this great attorney chronicles franchise has never shown up here. Uh, okay. and I think it looks really good as a person who's played like an hour of the first Phoenix Wright game and found it to be kind of fun, but kind of fell off it pretty quickly. Uh, this looked really cool. I, I, I liked the visuals. I liked the, the voice acting. I think, uh, I think they've got some, some really cool stuff in there. They went through kind of one of the uh, deduction. What do they call it? Like the dance of deduction or something like that. Um, like there are two modes. There's basically your detective mode and there's your courtroom mode. And they went through one of the detective mode things to kind of give you an example and i and i really like the way they have some camera sweeps and some zoom ins on things that you can get to specifically some accusations you can make uh, i just thought that looked really impressive i i don't know if i should play phoenix right before digging into one of these or if i should just jump into one of these right away but i was i was really impressed with the look of this very cool um, moving on here, it looks like they did some uh, Capcom Pro Tour updates, which I think focused more on their esports. Uh, and yeah. I, I think overall that was about it. It seemed like a very abrupt presentation overall for Capcom. Um, not a whole lot outside of already some known quantities that we've known about for some time. I mean, I think ETH, uh, the Monster Hunter uh, story sequel was announced last year, wasn't yeah. it? So, I mean, uh, I get it. I mean, it. It would have made more sense for them just divvy up the things they had to announce with whatever platforms would I agree. make the most sense. I agree. Well, I think... they they kind they kind of did that too. Like right. they kind of just did both. <laughs> like it's they uh, paid to have the time with E three, and then they also made partnerships with it could be it, it could be a thing about keeping their spot though. Like that is that right. is definitely a thing E three was notorious with of show floor space where you'd have to what show floor. Up. Yeah, you'd, well, yeah, but it's like you'd you'd have to re up because if you if you left, then they'd sell it to somebody else, and then that company could it's could just, keep it. So it's the hottest show happening right now. You had Everyone. you had companies who were showing basically nothing, uh, and they were just there because they needed to to keep the space up. And I wonder if it's a similar thing of hey, if you want us to show your shit next year, you can't just bitch out on this year. You gotta That's you gotta show us something. And so they just threw together their 
whateverest 20 minutes of footage they could and went, well, that's what we did. Yeah, because it was it was thin and it was weak. And Capcom's got cool stuff in the pipe and they didn't show any of it here. They didn't show any of it anywhere. Yeah, it was was very quiet. Yeah, it was very strange. Well, what else, what else on Monday? What else do you want to cover from Monday? I don't think there's anything, man. Should we just we, talk about uh, Nintendo? You and I had the casual Mondays. Nintendo was Tuesday. Um, the casual Monday that we did, uh, I talked a little bit about that indie showcase, and there were a couple things on there, but that show was also really thin and pretty weak. Uh, Let's talk about Nintendo. Uh, yeah. Why don't we just jump into the next day? Yeah. So, uh... Patrick, where are you at with Nintendo? Like, are you a Switch lover? Are you a Switch player? Where do you land on Nintendo? Um, I have a Switch out of respect for Nintendo, but I'm not going to lie to y'all. I don't play it very often. I, I get that. Uh, I have not yeah. been playing mine Bobby a whole lot. Bobby hates the Switch. Do not hate True. the Switch. There is this I know. It's, fucking false it's, narrative that's been created on this show that I hate the mm. Switch. You're, mm. you're right. We, we came up with this theory after you said, man, I hate the Switch. I got him. I never said it. Never said those words. What I what I what I said is check the tape. I don't know which which tape. Look, could be from a few months ago, but Bobby said it at some point. We Chase, got the tapes. Chase, I'm just better than the Switch now that I have a PC. I'm not I'm, I'm not trying to play 30 frames at 720. You hear me? All right. Guess you're guess you're not interested in Breath of the Wild too. Then uh, that'll be on the 4K Switch Super Switch. Which who knows that? Might uh, no shit. So let's talk. Let's let, we're gonna let this play. Um, Chase, it would it would be my genuine pleasure to let the the resident Nintendo hero, well, take us through I, the presentation sure. if you want to. I yeah, I can I can run through things. There there was a decent amount of stuff. We don't need to cover everything, but you know, especially we, we anything that's start... on the Switch because that thing sucks. <laughs> should we start with how they trolled everyone? They troll everybody, Johnny, in the very beginning. Yeah, go for it. Uh, sure. So it uh, opens up. It's a shot of a dead Ganondorf. And you're like, oh man, opening with Zelda? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Oops. All Super Just, Smash it Brothers. Was, it was quick, but it was. I got it. I started to get it uh, pretty immediately once you got to see the volcano. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. this is Tekken. And, yeah. and Bobby, did I not? On Monday, we, we were talking about who, who might be the Smash thing. And I said, it would not surprise me if it was another you know traditional fighting game guy. Yeah. I, I said it wouldn't be Geese Howard because he's already in Tekken, I believe, yeah, he's in Tekken, uh, as, yeah. a, as a DLC. And I was like, oh, I could see somebody maybe from Virtual Fighter. I didn't specifically say Tekken, so I guess I'm not 100% right, but I'm, I'm going to take that one. I'm going to give him credit. It was either that yeah. or another sword person. Patrick, Patrick where do you <laughs> land with Tekken? Are you a Tekken fan? Huge. Ginormous Tekken fan. I'm kind of uh, mad I forgot about this particular announcement because I play... So the only game I do play on my Switch, really, is Smash. Okay. I love Smash Brothers. It is, it is, it is a way of life. Okay. Amongst my, uh, amongst my other group of friends. We haven't gotten together to play it in a while. But, um, but yeah, this is a very exciting announcement to me because I love Tekken and I love... I don't know how you pronounce his name. Kazuya? Uh, Kazuya. Kazuya. Yes. Kazuya. Yes. Yes, Kazuya. Yes, I love Kazuya. Uh, rest in peace, my man Heihachi, um, by the way. <laughs> but yes, I I love Tekken. I'm so hyped for this um, because for Smash, for me, I play 
Um, I don't play sword characters really. I play like very aggressive. Oh, um, then you've only got like two characters to play with. Then. I know, Little Mac, basically. <laughs> and let me tell y'all, I'm dangerous with Little Mac. All like, right, dangerous. So another fighting game character like like him, or um, you know um, uh, Terry Bogard. Yes, give them all to me. I love it. I love it. I love it. So yeah, this is great. I love this. That's awesome, man. Uh, do you ever stream that? At all? Do you ever stream? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. This is just more behind closed doors. Yeah, okay. yeah. Nobody gets, can. I'm, nobody can stream just for Patrick. Stuff. Yeah, like I'm a completely different person when I play Smash. I'm a completely different person. I, I, I wouldn't want to ruin my image amongst y'all by streaming. <laughs> Why have we never played Smash together? Because, uh, because I don't you want you to see that version of me, Johnny. Is what I'm trying to tell you. You never like, see me play Smash. You don't know you what I could be. Like. I've seen you play Smash though, and I'm confident. It's not the. It, I'm. I'm not saying I'm like very good or very bad. I'm just saying another side of me comes out that I don't like that only one other group of friends have seen because and we all it's share that side with each other. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Yes, the yeah. double gene comes out. <laughs> so yeah, so I try to keep that under wraps. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta hold some shit close to the chest. You is know it I mean? like this is Doctor Jackal, but when you're playing Smash, it's Mister Hyde? It's way beyond Mister Hyde, bro. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, now I have to. <laughs> I have toxic. to. It's, it is. It is completely toxic. Like friendships have been ruined. I uh, love it. It's I love bad, it. I mean, that's bad. you're just describing Smash Brothers. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny's <laughs> gonna walk in the room and tell everybody what. What did you say when somebody got to play your 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 precious Wii without you? What did you call them? Like dick noses or something? Hey, dick weeds. Dick weeds. Yeah, that's mm. that's how Johnny's gonna get. He's gonna be like, hey, listen here, you dick weed. Hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, slightly back on track here. I thought Kazuya looked pretty good. He's got he's very combo <laughs> very heavy. Well done, Chase. Kind of interesting for yeah. Smash. Uh, and and I did like I liked the rest of that that uh, that teaser they did. Him throwing off Ganondorf, him throwing off Marth, a bunch of characters. The Kirby one was quite Pink quite Kirby, good. Yeah. Very that was good. a good way Yeah. Like and we're that. gonna get a full uh, a full preview of this character. One like of, we always do. Yeah, one of Sakurai's incredibly Just, long. Hey, let me tell you everything this character has ever done in their entire which life. I love. He is They're such great. a fanboy. He is such uh, a fanboy. I, oh, he's so good. He's They're so amazing, good. and I'm so glad they do them. But I'm also glad it wasn't part of the direct this time, and it was just like, hey, we'll, we'll move Agreed. it aside. We know that nobody here wants to see 30 minutes of Smash Brothers shit while they're waiting to see if other announcements are coming. Right. So that's that that made sense uh and that's yeah. coming the 28th so we'll we'll get to see that full breakdown and looking forward to that um let's see the the next thing let's let's just talk about the elephant uh metroid prime 4 not here but you know what was here metroid 5 did five. i watch this right yeah when, when it said metroid 5 and then mm -hmm. it never said metroid 5 again and just kept saying metroid dread so, what the fuck is metroid 5 apparently super metroid was called metroid 3 okay mm -hmm. so they've done okay. this before Mm -hmm. uh, but, but yeah, yeah Metroid, then Metroid, Metroid 2 The Return of Samus, mm -hmm. which was a then game Super game. Metroid, Super Metroid 3 Metroid Fusion, Fusion is 4 Metroid okay. Fusion and on the GBA, which is a fantastic video game Okay. Uh, and then Metroid 5 aka Metroid Dread and, and Zero Mission is a remake of 1 and Samus Returns is a remake of 2 yes, and you know what I'm about to drop a bomb on y'all right now okay. yeah, this is, this is game of the show Period. Really? Yes. Dread yes. was. Okay. Yes. People were excited. Apparently, this yes. has been in development for a long time. This game has been thrown around for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, I guess there was a DS game that got canceled uh, that was called Metroid Dread. 
and it actually got shown off to some people and then they canned it. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the, is there any, aside from like the mother three people, are there a group of, I guess maybe F zero fans. Yeah. F zero is up there. Maybe stars, Fox fans. And now breath yeah. of the wild fans. Uh, gold, golden sun fans right here. Golden That's sun right. fans. Oh yeah. Hello. Yeah. How are you? Getting pretty fucked over since, yeah. uh, since you know, um, but yeah, I, it, it looks game. Uh, ahead, like, I don't, I don't particularly like Metroid games, Metroidvanias. I've tried. I really just can't get into that genre. I think this one looked good though. They, they showed what they needed to show. It's got, it looks like it's got this. It's, it looks like somebody took dog out of half-life two and then like put a <laughs> coat of portal paint on him. Yep. And then it's like, ah, fuck it. Throw him into Metroid. Why not? Uh, it seemed interesting. I wonder if that's going to be. More like a, a Resident Evil 2 Mr. X guy who who is just chasing you throughout the whole thing, or if it's going yeah. to be more of a of a, something that you turn into a companion that you use to <laughs> solve puzzles and do stuff. I could honestly see either direction from what they showed. So from my understanding, it's going to be um, those those little dogs or those little robots that you see. There are multiples of them throughout uh, uh, throughout each area. And and they will chase you down if if they detect you, which kind of goes back to the um, the whole gameplay design of Metroid Fusion on the Game Boy Advance, which which just like Johnny said, is an amazing game. If you all haven't played it, please find a way to play it. It is so good. But yeah, like I said, this is this is game of the show for me, period. <laughs> I, I, I love, love, love Metroid. Super Metroid is one of the best games ever created, and just more of these kind of Metroidvania games. Yeah, I'm all about. Give it to me, and you get it this year too, which is fucking great. Like that was a yeah, that was so the most surprising thing, really. October, right? Coming October out this year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. my my birthday month. Give it to me. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Chase, very cool. And and new amiibo. Yeah, are you? Gonna, I was going to ask you, right? like, are you going to get those? No. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> They've been popping up on pre-order. They're nice, but like, I don't um, know. yeah. And and after that, we got something that nobody was asking for, right? I, I, well, <laughs> speak for yourself. Like the the thing I'm looking at is not necessarily in order, so I don't know what is it. Oh, uh, the Mario Party Superstars. Oh no! Is that where we're going? They, they've kind of already done this, right? Like, they did a Mario Party, the 100 best mini games, right? And now this is like a different classic collection of Mario Party stuff. But they're actually, is it, was it uh, bringing like four of the Nintendo 64 courses? So it's, it's like kind of a remake of one, yeah. but also kind of a bunch of extra shit. Yeah. And it, I don't know. Mario Party's fine for the people that like those games, but they, they seem bad every time i've ever played one <laughs> well, i think it makes it makes a decent amount of sense for the switch though like that, that is a popular enough system yeah. yeah enough people have them uh that that first mario party what was that super, is super mario party is that what it's called uh that seemed interesting but different in a way that it, it was a lot of gimmicky stuff of putting switches together this seems mm-hmm. to be like a more traditional mario party and for the people who like mario party there there you go i guess well and now you have Another reason to re-up your your Switch Online subscription. Because oh, yes. this, this is now going to have, right out of the gate, instead of waiting a while for an update, you'll be able to have that online play uh, starting in October. So, uh, so Wouldn't it make more sense just to sell this as an expansion for the existing Dude, 
Mario Party so let's, on the Switch. Let me back it back I, I don't up the know tape if they have the architecture for that. Like I, I don't know. This game might play differently enough from I, I from guess. Games. This one is just, it's it's sixty bucks too. Sell. Sixty dollars? Yeah. This is sixty dollars. Johnny, people will pay it. I guess yeah. It's Nintendo. That's Switch Ooh. tax, baby. That's, Who are these people? This is just obscene. Yeah, no, nobody That's, here, but there are people. There are dozens. Dozens of us. Dozens of us. Dozens. <laughs> Uh, Chase, where are we going next on this journey with Nintendo? Um, let's talk about Life is Strange. We, we already heard a little bit about Life is Strange from the, uh, from the Square Enix event, but we got uh, a trailer, an animated trailer, that kind of threw me off. It's like, this isn't, what, what is this? And right. then you saw the girls on the train, and you go, oh, this is Life is Strange stuff. And they yeah. just announced that Life is Strange True Colors, which is the third Life is Strange game, that is going to come to Switch, I believe. Is that Was that day and date with the other versions? Yep. I think it was. And then um, then the collection, which just got announced, which is uh, Life is Strange 1 and the Before the Storm prequel, yep. those are, which is a standalone thing, those are both coming to Switch later this year. Okay. So if you if you like Life is Strange but don't like the second one, uh, this this might be for you. Uh, it feels like every time one of these games get mentioned, one of the three hosts in our group chat says, "Man, I should really play Life is Strange," and it's been all three of us at different points. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and I have them all. Like I've got, I've got all yeah. of them. I mean, shit, they they were available on. Um, various like free services that you would have or, or paid free services but then i think there was a pricing error one time on amazon and i got the bef- the deluxe before the storm or whatever it's called for like three bucks yeah um, so yeah they seem like good games they, they they really do um they they do interesting stuff with that with that series and i just have i mean i watched the when giant bomb did the the playthrough i watched that so i feel like i've done the first one but i was really excited for that second one and then just bought it and never played it and i feel bad about that yeah um it was uh it was also at square enix and we and i believe bobby and i talked about it on either monday or or sunday but there was uh the guardians of the galaxy uh was shown that's coming to switch that was pretty amazing yeah yeah i did not expect that game to come to switch uh, but that's coming out when it comes out everywhere on October 26th. Yeah. Oh my! And that's okay, Johnny. Yeah, like, I, is it? Do you think it's going to be one of those cloud-based things like some of the other ones have have been? I, I mean, Doom Eternal though that runs runs on this runs as a. I mean, that's whatever, but that is a feat in yeah. itself. Yeah, I imagine there's going to be some pretty heavy um, compression technology that goes oh, into yeah. that, or. Yeah. And maybe but, it gets you know, better. Maybe an update comes if, if and when a Switch Pro comes out. Maybe something um, like that. But then sense. again, this game is coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. Yep. That's true. So, so it might not be that hard to port it to the Switch. If questions I, as I'm their, excited as for this scores. game. The more I've watched it, I think a single player game like this could be cool. And I like I like the Guardians. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Bobby played Avengers, and he's like, "This game is great." I trust everything Square Enix does with Marvel, so I'm definitely going to play Guardians of the Galaxy. Chase, I, I didn't say the Switch sucks, and I didn't say that that game was great. I said the single player story Anthem was strong. Anthem is my favorite game. I did Bobby say that. Pete. I like that game. <laughs> I like that one. Um, but I will say, I was very surprised at how good that game looks. I don't like Guardians of the Galaxy that much, um, just as a as a franchise. I really don't like it that much. Um, and I like the first movie a lot. I like the second movie a lot yeah. more. Yeah, I didn't like the first one at all. Um, but yeah, this game, it, I mean, 
it looks okay. Like it, it looks like I, I watched a, a a playthrough on IGN today, and um, it looks like it's going to be very like uh like conversation heavy, and like you know you have like choices to uh, choices to make with your teammates and the and the dialogue trees and stuff like that, and then also you can give them commands in battle as you only play as Star Lord. Which is something I was not happy about at first because I think Star Lord is, you know, insufferable. But, um, but the combat and commanding your uh, teammates that looks pretty cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. I'm just gonna have to try to ignore Star Lord as, as much as possible. <laughs> and I like the way they integrate music in there as well. Like the way mm-hmm. that you kind of have like a super attack that you can mm-hmm. start and it starts the cassette and it's playing licensed music. That's that's a pretty cool deal. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yep. Um, let's see. Let's talk about WarioWare. That was that was kind yeah. of a surprise. So, uh, like hand in hand, uh, I I was very excited for whatever Intelligent Systems was going to show, hoping for a Fire Emblem remake or a new Fire Emblem game, some Fire Emblem announcement. I did not get that. I got another thing that we'll talk about later, um, and then this is another thing that uh, that IS is doing, and that is uh, WarioWare Get It Together, which is coming out September 10th of this year. It's a new WarioWare. You both got really excited in chat. Like I didn't realize that you were this into WarioWare. Dude, WarioWare is you obviously have not listened to my gamers on the go episode about WarioWare that I did with friend of the show Zach Fleetman. I I haven't. Um, I haven't. I haven't played a WarioWare game in quite some time. But well, they haven't made one in quite some time. Yeah, uh, but it is. It's it's so much fun. It's like I think this would be a great game for you and Sarah to play together. Okay. Um, they did. They did make that uh, WarioWare Gold collection. Yeah, on the 3DS. Was, uh, it was like a collection of stuff on the on the 3DS, and that was that was okay. But it wasn't a new WarioWare. No. Yeah, they're just they're so silly, and it's so easy to just jump in, jump out, spend ten, fifteen minutes playing some of these micro games, and uh, I'm I'm really. It's it's pretty cool that you can play them cooperatively now. I'm excited. It to just see seems like everything's that... a meme in it. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, there's there's it's a always, lot of there's a lot of fun been, references to other yeah. Nintendo franchise. In fact, the only Fire Emblem news we got is there's a mini game based on the tea time from from Fire yeah. Emblem Three Houses. It's kind of that was a funny. micro game in there. Yeah, there was an Animal Crossing one. There, it looks like that'll be kind of fun. That's uh, yeah. uh we'll we'll see. Uh, I like that it being on the Switch. It's probably going to be more button control stuff, and I've always enjoyed those WarioWare games more than the smooth moves or the touched or those kinds um and and i think that'll, I mean, be, that'll be nice that, so. that game where you have to unroll the toilet paper really quickly that is you know that's a classic that is definitely a classic on touch uh, i think my favorite is actually twisted it's the shaving one we have to go mm-hmm. back and forth over the guy's stubble that was that's a good one i like that one too and anything they do with with picking noses i think uh those, yes. those games are always good. always good yep um shin megami tensei five SMTV, which was announced when the switch, when the was, switch announced. was announced five fucking years ago, <laughs> uh, so, uh, but it's coming out, coming out this year, I November need, 12th. I need to pause this really quick, not the show, but to, I got to ask some questions about this. So, all right. Oh boy. Here we go. Yes. This has things from persona in it, correct? So the opposite is, way persona yes. has things from yes. SMT in it. So, SMT and then Shimigami Tensei Persona came from that. Okay, and then those, a spin-off of yes. that so Persona's kind of like the Forza popular. Horizon to Forza. 
Yeah. So, yes. so you know the negotiating that you did with the demons in Persona Five. Yes. That is from SMT. So that mechanic, I don't know if you noticed in Persona Four, was not in that game. I would say the real difference here between SMT and Persona is that the you don't have party members like you do in Persona. You're not. You're not. You don't have other student friend guys. You have demons. You are when you are talking with the demons and negotiating with them, you're negotiating to try to get them on your team, and then you use them kind of like Pokemon uh, in in the, in SMT5. So you are bargaining with demons to get them on your side. Patrick, you're a big Persona fan. Damn have you, right. Have you played any of these? Like, What's your excitement for something like this? I'm ready to dive in. I've never played a Shin Megami Tensei game, and okay. considering it's the, uh, it's the uh, mother... The mother franchise of Persona, I think it's time for me to dive in, to be honest with you. Okay. How long yeah, are the these same games, way. typically? How long are these games? I have to they're imagine long. they're pretty long. Bobby, is this is you testing <laughs> the waters to see if you're going to pick this up or not? I mean, I really like Persona. Persona 5 a whole lot. But Persona 4 felt a little old for me going to it after 5 especially. So if there's something that has those mechanics from the game, which I do like with a fresh coat of paint on it, I'd, I'd be curious. I don't know if I'll care about this as much because I really like the social stories and, yeah. and like building the team members up on, on those, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. If I had to guess, this is not the franchise for you, Bobby. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's this is a little darker in tone. This is not as fun school stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's I believe it's traditionally thought of as a little bit harder than Persona. I mean, Persona can certainly be hard if you throw the difficulty up, but sure, but these sure games, can. I think, are more traditionally difficult. Um, it's Funny. it's a little bit more questionable on some of these things, like the even the the um, the things that are super effective in Persona are not in okay. in SMT. They they've kind of got their own thing. So even you'll see demons, you'll see things that's like, oh, I fought one of those in Persona. It's sure. weak to ice. I'll throw an ice mm-hmm. thing on it. It's like, nah. Not in this game, buddy. Okay. Uh, so you kind of have to relearn a bunch of stuff. And even the negotiations seem to get really esoteric, where sometimes you need to tell a demon you don't want them to be on your team for them to go, well, screw you, I'm going to be on your team then. So it is It is very... It's a game I probably would end up playing with a guide if I was going to play it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Patrick uh, for sure is getting it. Chase maybe, Johnny. I'm a maybe. maybe. I have Persona Four. I have a, a SMT Four okay. for 3DS, and yeah. I've never loaded that up. And, and I think that's probably a game I'd want to try before um, jumping right into Five. And as far as like length is concerned, it looks like these average around 40, 45 hours for the main story. Over a hundred if you're going to be a completionist. Damn. Okay, so definitely get your time times worth. Yeah. Um, if you if you like Japanese games. Though, so, uh, Dangan Rampa, that's how you pronounce it. Dangan Rampa. I've um, heard this name for a really long time. Yeah, same. But uh, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> what it is. Well, let me it's, tell you what this game is. All right. So, yeah, please. Dangan Rampa yes, is ahead, basically uh, an academy game where you go to school and you have to deal with a mascot that's gone bad. Uh, based off of that. You're going to be looking at some first-person mechanics with photography. You're going to be doing a little bit of sleuthing. Uh, a lot of the writing is going to be heavily focused off of this relationship with the mascot. But yeah, I mean, pretty straightforward stuff. If you're if you're following along, like I don't see where the Bobby, would you would you say these games are similar similar to the nonary games? 
No, I wouldn't, um, actually. I think that these are going to go down a different path. Uh, I think Nonary yeah. is going to be a little bit more... Um, not as dark. Especially not as dark. Can you, can you name your favorite Nonary game? Because I know you're really big into that franchise. They made three of them, so yeah. I'm sure you could... Yeah, uh, Nonary after, after the, the Tide is my favorite one. That's that's really nice. Um, that's is that which one is that? Is that the second one? It's the third one. It's a prequel, oh, okay. though, but so it takes place before watching. the. It's the third release, but it takes place oh, before okay. the first. So it's not like uh, it's not like a New Hope Empire Jedi thing. It's like deeper. I, I don't know how deep I can go with this. Deeper. Dig deeper. You're in the fucking core of the earth, buddy. Uh, okay. So the not the nonary games are uh, nine 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 percent. None of that was true, by the way. Hours nine doors or whatever. If you didn't know. Yeah. Uh huh. Anyway, they're kind of like mystery games. It, this is similar. It's it's kind of like a like an adventure game, a bit of a pixel hunt, some puzzly stuff in there. But these are adventure mystery things. In Danganronpa, it's a little sillier. It's a little. It's it's kind of trying to be like fake saw. There's this weird bear who's kind of like half Teddy, half Jigsaw. Oh, cool. And and also apparently like it's a school where the kids murder each other maybe or oh. have to solve the murder okay. mystery for them okay. to leave it's yeah it, it's another kind of saw based thing um but apparently these games are pretty well loved and they made three of them and now they've made a fourth kind of spin-off so so there's a a collection of these that's coming to switch called Danganronpa Decadence and then they could have called it uh, Danganronpa's and that would have discovered all of this mm. um so that that has the first three games, and then the fourth game, and apparently also the, all of these games are coming separately. If you if there's only one that you wanted, uh, but then this last one is called Danganronpa S Ultimate Summer Camp. Oh where, boy! Uh, you know all oh, your oh fan my. favorite characters from Danganronpa get together in some weird island party game looking thing. I don't think so. Which, I, uh, I don't, you know, don't think this is the one for me. Really. But you're such a big Nonary game fan. Yeah. Right, um, we got some Hyrule Warriors expansion info. This this was actually weird because they they were uh, winding down the show. They said, you know, these this is going to be our last announcement, and then it was Hyrule Warriors. And I'm like, wait, what? What? No, you're. This is not the way you end a show. I and then it, and then it wasn't. Was on the verge of being so upset. <laughs> yeah, it was very odd. And but uh, they showed off this expansion. It looks like they're adding more cool stuff to that to that series. They're they're bringing the motorcycle in. They're yeah. bringing some new characters and, and places. Uh, it's I think it's two packs of DLC, two waves. The, the first one comes out pretty soon, and then the yeah. other one is, is a lot later. Um, June 18th is this first one, so that's, that's pretty soon. From if, now. You're, if you're listening to the podcast version, it's yeah. today. It's today. Download it. It's uh, 20 bucks. I I like that game a whole lot. Um, I'm with Johnny on this one. Like This was not the Zelda news I wanted. I'm not upset that we're getting it. It's just not what I wanted. Hey, well, good, um, good news, Bobby. This is not the way they actually. Right. I guess. I guess them thinking it was a Zelda block was enough for them to think that was ending. The yeah. Show. Um, so the next thing we got was also not the last announcement of the day, but it's no. a, Zel- a Legend of Zelda themed Game and Watch, similar to the one they did for Mario. Oh, thank um, God. I'm. I'm going to point out that most of the games they're putting on this thing. Still not Game & Watch games. You keep making Game & Watches and putting NES games on them. What the fuck are well, you doing? Well, Nintendo? hang on. Hang on now. There is 
a Game & Watch game on there. There is. There is a with, Zelda themed version of, of, I think it's called Pest. Yeah. That's the, the one where you whack the moles, um, which is similar to what they did with Mario. They had a, a version of Ball that, that Mario was on on that, that uh, Mario-themed Game & Watch. So you can, can get that. that comes out. It, it can also be a watch. as That's the second part of the thing. Yeah. That comes out November 12th. Uh, and then... Uh, you know, I'm going to make Bobby wait for it. Uh, I'm going to talk about something else that happened, okay. and that was the thing that mattered to me. They said they said the name, Bobby. They said the name. Martha? Advance Martha. Wars. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay, Chase. Oh, take, yeah. take us away, Chase. I need to know. Yes. Uh, visually. Yes. How are you finding this? Uh, I'm... I'm a little on the fence. I think the the original Advance Wars games one and two that that's what got announced here. It's called Advance World Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp. Funny, um, just it's a name. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a it's, it's a, a remake of the first two games. It's being done by Way Forward, so the the Shantae people, and that I think explains the look. Yeah, uh, a lot. Yep, and and I don't yep. mind it, but also those original two games I think look perfect with their yeah. pixel style. So iconic in a way. It's yeah. the The good news is that there's uh, this little thing called the Analog Pocket that's coming out later this yes. year. And if I want to play the original first two Advance Wars games, pixel perfect, and on a big screen TV, I'll have a way to do. There's that. a path. I guess forward. I technically have a way to do that because I have a Wii U that has Advance Wars on it. But um, this is a better way. Look, you've been know, asking for this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been asking for a new Advance Wars. Yeah, we've we've been hard on the Fire Emblem train for a long time, which I love. Don't get me wrong, love the Fire Emblem over here. But uh, Intelligent Systems had another great strategy franchise called Advance Wars, and that had kind of been left to die for a long time after the DS game Days of Ruin, it, which you, honestly wasn't all that good. So I yeah. kind of understand why it went away. Do um, uh, do you think this remake? Is them testing the waters a bit to yeah, see? I do. If hey, should we make a new Advance Wars? I, I especially think it is because Way Forward's doing it and not Intelligent Systems. That they're giving it to somebody else tells me, I ah, let's just we, we're not putting a ton of manpower into this, so it's not a big deal. We'll let somebody else handle it. I could see that being a test run for. Do people still care about this franchise, or do right. we need to keep going off with the Fire Emblem? And I'm honestly okay either way. I, I love Advance Wars. I would definitely play a new game in the series. But if they do want to go back to Fire Emblem, I am also perfectly fine with that because I love both of those franchises. So that was cool. Uh, it's it's got like like we said, it's got that new look to it. Uh, I think the board actually looks cool. It it looks like it's more uh, a table that you're you're yeah. using these toy miniatures on. Uh, I, I like that presentation stuff. Apparently, there are going to be uh, a bunch of new added things in there. We'll we'll see exactly what that means. But it also, I believe, has online play. So yeah, that'll, and that'll co-op, be cool right? Too. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, it's a, well, and yes, there there are there are modes that you can do that's like two on two battles or yeah. two on one battles. And uh, those games have always had really really cool um, level editors. So I'd be I'd be really interested to see if they bring the the level editing in there as well because those those are always pretty cool. Chase, let's talk about Thanks. Mario and rabbits while we're doing some strategy here. Okay, I mean we kind of already did that on on Ubisoft. Um, yeah, 
stream. And I don't think they really showed off much more here, did they? Not necessarily. Um, I just know that, like, I'm really excited for this game, so I wanted to, I wanted to talk about it again. Um, sure, go for it. I think it looks, This is next year, right? This is 2022. Um, okay. And Chase brought up a point when we were doing uh, the recap over the weekend that I, I agree with him, that this looks like it's going to be borrowing, borrowing heavily from the galaxy um, and bringing some of those elements into the game, which sounds really cool. Um, I, I love this game. I think that people have slept on it because it has rabbits in the title, but this is one of the best games you can get on your Switch. Um, it, it is so good, so well done. It's better than it has any right to be. DLC is great on it, and I'm excited that they're doing another one. I've kind of jokingly talked about them doing another one of these with you two, and I, I the game must have done well enough for them, obviously. Yeah. They're doing this one here, so. It's, it's as good of an XCOM game as you can play that is not XCOM. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but now you can play XCOM on your Switch. You can. It's only XCOM 2, the bad one. And it also doesn't run great. And it's also a really huge file. But it's there. But, but you can. But it's there. there. <laughs> you have the option. Uh, what's next for us? Um, I mean, there, there were lots of little smaller things. There's a Super Monkey Ball collection of, of games. I think that is on their 20th I've anniversary. never played a Super Monkey Ball game. Neither have I. They look cool. Should I pick this up? Uh, you know what? I bet I bet your son would like this like this series. I don't know. It's it's not Minecraft. It's got so. well true, <laughs> but it, it does have a lot of things that look square in it, and Ooh. he likes okay. he likes squares and cubes. Right. He likes Minecraft. So maybe I've only played uh, one of these on, on an iPhone. Like when when games mm-hmm. came to the iPhone and like the accelerometer was a thing, and you could control the monkey ball with your phone tilting. I thought that mm-hmm. was cool as shit back you know around 2010, and that was my first time playing one of these. Yeah, like I think the Wii one was pretty popular for the same kind of reason with the accelerometer yeah. stuff that was that was there. Um, yeah, I mean that should be a good time. Uh, we saw Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two. If you want a, a bad looking version of of two amazing games, get it on the Switch. If you want it to look good, but get the real one. It's your only means of playing. If it's your it, only means. It looks fine. You should pick this up because it's you should. It's amazing. I need but to you buy should also just games. get another system and buy them there. I need to buy those games right now. I need to They're buy Tony Hawk. Dude, I need good. that. They really I don't know why I haven't. They did cover um again Mario Golf. We got a little bit more about yep. that. Um I think and that's, uh, that's coming out soon, right? That's next week. That's the same day the demo for um for Monster Hunter comes out. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Patrick, uh if you buy those on Epic Games, they're on sale and you can oh, get ten, yeah. that ten dollar coupon, so you can get it for sixteen bucks. Right yeah, now. bro, I know, I know. I got that $10 <laughs> coupon. Today's the last Probably. day for it. Yep. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let's rush to the end here. There was really only one other thing that, that I think is really worth talking about. And Bobby got his wish. We got to see a little bit more Breath of the Wild 2. Or Bobby got his wish? Yes, Johnny, I did. Bobby's the, one, Bobby's the one who cries about it every single fucking time. I mean, you, you also cry about it, but you're not... It wasn't in your top five I, games. I love all this time game times more two. than Bobby does, based on the conversation we had earlier today. No, that's not true. You know what? Good point. Good point. No, that's not true. Uh, Bobby, I'm Bobby the hates the Switch and he anyway. hates Breath of the Wild. We we know. No, this is, my God. This is known. This is true. All we talked about, <laughs> Patrick. And listen, weapon degradation is bullshit. 
in any game. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's, that's why I don't like this game. It suits Breath of the Wild so yeah. perfectly. Don't be an apologist. It doesn't, I agree. it doesn't have to be there. It's not apologizing for anything. It is integral but, to his design. I agree with both sides. I agree with Bobby that it's the worst mechanic ever made. It's I terrible. agree with Johnny that it's integral to the success and, and interest of Breath of the Wild. And Breath of the Wild. And I agree with Patrick that because of those two things, I'm just not going to play more Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It's fine. I don't have I to play get weapons all the time. You're constantly being overloaded with weapons. It's never an issue. I don't know what the problem is. It's a bad mechanic. I mean, I, it's, a bad me do. It's, it's a bad mechanic and you should feel bad. I don't like it, generally speaking, but in Breath of the Wild, it is necessary to the experience. So let's, okay, what, what did we actually learn from so this trailer? we got a few things that we got the from skies? it. You're going to go into yes. the sky. There's shit in the air now. Yep. Go for Link it. can uh, phase through some shit. He's got a weird glove or maybe robot arm. Fucking sure. Or no Sheikah Slate from the looks of it. Gone. Arm controls it all. Was that yeah. it? I, I, I got to admit, I kind of barely paid attention. <laughs> Things are in reverse in this. So there seems to be something happening with time moving backwards. And okay. um, I don't know. Like my one of the weird, crazy things I've been thinking about, like after processing the trailer, is is if things are moving backwards in time, will you go back to the events that led up to Breath of the Wild? Like, could that be the case here, where you or even further? Yeah, even further. Yeah, past you gonna it. get into the Hyrule Warriors era? Are we gonna get Impa? Is young Impa with her cool ass frogs gonna be in Breath of the Wild? Well, that's that's that point, it's funny. It's funny I you might say play that. Breath of the Wild too, because I mean, as we talked about on Game of the Year. Hyrule Warriors story delves deeply into time travel. And I'm curious if that's going to be a theme that gets brought. I mean, time, uh, time's always been something in, in the, the Zelda franchise. It's been confusing as shit. No, I don't think that's but true. I, I'm not sure that's true. What? They, no. The other thing that we learned. Name one game where there's time travel in a Zelda yeah. game. Phantom Hourglass. I don't. Well, that's just, that's just a sand story of, thing. That's... Story of seasons. Yeah, exactly. Ocarina of right Time. It's in the title. It's in the title. I don't think. I don't think that's true. Um, I think you're making that up. Anyway, lie about speaking of time, they finally confirmed what we all dreaded and thought: 2022 is when this game is going to launch. Um, oh no, not 2022! I just want one fucking thing to come out on time. That's all. Look, man, COVID hit. All these devs super hard, and all the Nintendo. weapons in the game. I get it. You know, I'm just, it's just, I'm just they glad all fucking... Bobby's gonna actually have to put a little effort into his his uh, top games this year. He can't just easily go. Oh, I guess it's obviously gonna be Breath of the Wild. You got to actually put in some effort. And Johnny can't just automatically say Elden Ring either. You guys actually have to do some work. Now Johnny's gonna have to decide game. between a God of War game, a Breath of the Wild game, and an Elden Ring game in oh, 2022, and what's yeah. gonna be his darling? Maybe Horizon. Like, I, I know I'm going to get screwed next year when it comes to Game of the Year because all the games that you guys care about come out at the same time, but you guys will have to fight it out and kill your darlings. It's going to be great. I'm just going to sit back and laugh. It's going to be amazing. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited they showed some stuff off for it. I, I do like the look of it. Um, Link has some cool outfits. I That shaggy hair? The shaggy hair looks good. I, I have to think that the elephant in the room for me is like there's no mention of any of the, the rumored Switch hardware for the Super Switch or the Switch Pro. This seems like the perfect game to launch beside that. Um, 
I would have to think that sometime close to, if not directly on the same day, you'll you'll get both of those. And my money. Maybe... Go ahead, Bobby. I, say, I think that. Um, I think this is holiday next year. I don't think it's any time before okay. that. I was going to say maybe um, they try and time it with the fifth anniversary of the Switch, but that's still pretty early in the year. It's March. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll I, I think holiday for we, sure. I, I think it makes, you know, I think, it's, I think on one hand it's weird they didn't mention Switch Pro, new Switch, whatever, uh, because this is a big moment for that. At the same time, Nintendo can make anything a big moment. They can yeah. say, oh, yeah, there's going to be a Nintendo exactly. Direct yeah. three weeks from now. And also, there's still a global chip shortage going on. So for right. them to say, come out and say, hey, we have yeah. a new console. They could just be biting their time. buy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, which I, I guess they've, they've said before with things like the Wii and the DS and plenty of things that have been sold out that you can't buy. But if you're going to if you're not going to get more details on what you got going on, I think that this Breath of the Wild trailer was great at asking more questions without giving away a whole lot and they did come out and yeah. say during the treehouse that the game has an actual it's not going to be breath of the wild 2 it has an actual name but the name will give away a lot of what what's going on here so they're going to hold that a bit closer Which to the is interesting yeah because i mean it's when was the last direct sequel to his LDM we had majora's mask mm -hmm. majora's mask i think mm -hmm. so yeah. it's it's i i am Speak beyond excited to see what they do with this. Um, hmm? what spirit tracks is a direct sequel to Phantom. you know, okay, sure. So it's happened, it's happened before. Uh, let's talk about what. Oh, uh, also, sorry, on the treehouse thing, they 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 didn't show it in the direct, but on the treehouse thing, they showed more of No More Heroes 3, which was weird. Why they showed off like 20 more minutes of that game and didn't give it any lip service in the direct, which interesting, funny. that's strange, yeah. Very strange. Okay. Um, That's it. That was E3. How did you all feel? Hi, everybody. It was this year overall. Uh, I mean, uh, this my my expectations were pretty low, just considering like where we got all the games that were almost ready to ship last year during COVID, and then like development has been delayed because of covid so like my expectations were super duper low uh and i still came out of it with a lot of games i'm really excited about and some like a lot of which are coming out this year so um i mean it wasn't the most razzle dazzle e3 that we've ever had but there's still like i'm glad it happened and i still got almost everything i wanted so yeah i feel pretty I, good I, I think it was yeah. kind of a microcosm of how we feel in 2021 uh, yeah, which is which is there weren't a lot of big new surprises that got me super hyped. It wasn't it wasn't Final Fantasy VII remake. It wasn't right. Last Guardian. It wasn't uh, like some of those big things that make you go, "Holy shit! I can't believe they're making a third Shenmue game." That's not Cyberpunk. Wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what? The, the hype of Cyberpunk was great. Cyberpunk, whatever. But the hype for Cyberpunk was awesome. It was real, um, baby. So, so there weren't a lot of those things, but there was a lot of small stuff, uh, a handful of small surprises that got me excited. There were uh, some big games that I was familiar with that ended up continuing to show off good stuff, good progress, and and that was fine. I think they they all did a pretty admirable job. 
except for maybe like Capcom, like Capcom show Gearbox. I get it, but like bring something. Gearbox, I had no expectations. Gearbox, for, and they tripped over those lowest of expectations. Um, you know, uh oh, the dissenter has logged in. Look, I'm a, I'm gonna be real with y'all. Um, Borderlands Three did not do it for me. No, <laughs> why, Patrick? Now uh, you're talking to three huge Borderlands Three fans here. We're uh, all big, tiny Tina fans, and we just loved her uh, addition to that uh, game. I can't, so, I can't do that. Uh, y'all can't do Tiny Tina. Y'all don't like Tiny Tina. No, Tiny uh, Tina believe, made me stop playing Borderlands Two. I believe Woo! the Casual Hour voted her as the worst video game character of all time. Oh my goodness! Well, y'all might kick me off the podcast for this because. All right, well, Patrick, it's been great having you on. (laughs) I'll tell you. Also, I'm I'm excited to to say that we're going to get new theme music next week. It's going to be great. (laughs) So you liked Wonderlands? I loved Wonderlands. I'm 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 ready for it. More Tiny Tina is a good thing. Okay. I think she's I think she's hilarious. I Bobby strike that from the from the I know yeah. version of the podcast. You can't have that slander. It's, it's real out. out here. It's real okay, out what, here. Let me let me ask you. What do you like about Tiny Tina? I I Tiny just Tina. love how I love how obnoxious she is. Okay. And so we can agree on that and, at least. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Yes, and it and it works for me primarily because the voice actress Ashley Birch she goes all the way in. Yeah, oh, she's, she's a phenomenal actress. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I uh, I, I I love it so much. And also voices the, Aloy in the Horizon. Yes, yes, she does. And um, honestly, the DLC I don't know if you all played um, Tiny Tina's DLC for Borderlands Two. I heard Assault on Dragon Keep was actually really good. Yeah, and it was actually very very sweet. I'm not going to spoil. Oh, who cares? That game's old as shit. Um, so yeah, so basically in Borderlands Two, you know, Roland dies, yeah. and and the whole point of Assault on Dragon's Keep is Tiny Tina dealing with the grief um, of of Roland being dead. Um, which is something I did not see coming at sure. all, but it was actually very sweet, and um, and it and, and it made me it made me like the direction they were taking Tiny Tina. So I'm excited to see what they what they do with um, a full game a full game about Tiny Tina. Could be bad, but also could be cool. You know, it has Andy Samberg, Wanda Sykes, yeah, yeah Andy Samberg, yeah, yeah, funny, yeah. 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 funny, great people in there. And, and 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 I think bringing bringing Borderlands into a fantasy setting, fighting dragons with a bunch of big guns, that sounds as, as a concept. It sounds pretty interesting. So, do we know well, if they're guns or were guns? Gun, it's, the, it's guns. Mm-hmm. It's guns basically yeah. like casting in one one hand. So they said um, that like rather than like having grenades and even a, like you'll have abilities that are going to be casting that you can customize out. The other okay. piece of it that that we talked about over the weekend. And Patrick, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think it's really cool that you're able to create a character and like have this character yeah. look and, and like basically you're rolling a character like in a, a well they call it bunkers and badasses, but D and D. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think that that aspect is really cool. Um, I think I even mentioned had Tiny Tina not been associated with it, I'd probably be pretty excited to, to check this out, and we'll, <laughs> we'll see what what happens. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. This is that's that's day one for me. So okay, and that's Patrick, Tony. You're also pretty excited about the the movie, then. I you know I am. Yep, I am. Yes. What I do you think about Kevin Hart as Roland? You think he pulled off? I think it's a very 
Hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? Bold. <laughs> it's 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 bold. Audacious. But yes, but but Kevin Hart is taking this very seriously. That's one thing I can say about Kevin Hart as a as a performer. He never phones in anything in anything that he does. So he's taking this role very very seriously. So I'm excited to see what happens. And yeah. plus, it has Jamie Lee Curtis in it, and Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis is like my first crush ever because oh, yeah. of True Lies. And so, uh, yeah. and uh, Blanchett, right? Yes, yeah. yes, she was yes, really good yes. in, in uh, Thor. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm 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 ready for the movie. You know, I'm I'm, I'm excited. Cool. I, I will watch that movie. I we think I will hate that movie, together. but I will watch that movie. Yeah. So a casual. I will yeah. boo during the tiny Tina parts. That's, that's uh, a casual hour promise to you, the viewer. So we've heard from Patrick. So obviously, day one yeah. pickup. You're super into Wonderlands. Johnny, what about you? What was one of your picks that you really walked away from E3 feeling good about? I mean, should I say the obvious? Um, I I'm super excited for Halo. Like I Halo's I was good. Looks I was good. really disappointed when it got delayed last year. I thought people were a little too harsh, even if it didn't look as good as maybe it could have. Well, at least the weapons um, worked in that game. It's true. Um. Good they point. do run out of ammo, though. That's true. They do. That's true. Bullets is just dur weapon durability. Um, think about it. Yeah. So, so they dropped uh, a little bit of a campaign sneak, but the big thing that they covered was the multiplayer, which is you know I played through the campaign once, I'm good, and then it's all multiplayer all the time for me in Halo. Man, those Spartans and look real nice. Those the armor looks great. Uh, Way more fun than Crucible, that's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I like um, that the. They're treating some of the power-ups like overshield as an actual item that you can activate whenever you choose and not just walk over it and have it turn on. I think that's an interesting choice that they made. I'm not too crazy about the, the ADS stuff that they still have. Like the aiming down sights doesn't feel like Halo to me. But you I'm fine. That right stick. Yeah. I, I don't know. The battle it's, pass it's shit's awesome. Yeah, that's the, that is good news. If you're going to yeah. do these shitty battle passes, at least don't make them yeah. expire. Yeah, they don't expire. You can go. You can work towards whatever one you want. Um, and the game is it's free to play and cross play. multiplayer is free. Multiplayer is and cross play. Uh, I assume they'll be siloing keyboard and mouse players away from controller players. At least I hope they would. I read I somewhere have that option. The playlist. Player, they, yeah, you can yeah. opt yeah. out. Like yeah. you can filter it that way. Um and. Like the the fact that I can, I can throw a sticky grenade, have it bounce an uh, energy sword into my hand, is really cool. Um, being able to grapple onto a vehicle or grapple a weapon that's a little ways across the map and grab it, or um, I can't remember the name is the the rectangles that explode. Grapple one of those and throw it into a warthog. Like it just it looks like a Halo ass Halo game, and four and five. Um, Again, that's probably more lenient than a lot of other Halo fans. Uh, I had I had fun with both of those, but it wasn't. I didn't play them as long as I did, you know, one, two, three, and Reach. Like I I put years of my life into those other games, and with five, it was like I played it for a couple months, and that was kind of it. So uh, I'm I'm rooting for three four three because this also kind of feels like if they don't get it right this time, then. I don't know where Halo stands after this. Uh, I bet they make another one after this. No, matter I, I mean, sure, but like, 
they need to they need to really knock it out of the park with one of they these. They could use a win for sure. Yeah. Like yeah. Halo Four and Five were fine. Um, I didn't like them, but I think they were generally thought of as fine. You had the Master Chief Collection, which was an unmitigated disaster for a very long time. Yeah, but it's it's in uh, a good place now. Uh, that's what I hear. That's what I but, hear. But yeah, it and was the way Infinite got showed fire. last year was was pretty bad. I know Bobby and I mentioned on our what was that? Was that Sunday Sunday's podcast, yeah. Sunday show or Saturday show? Um, we talked about how the the campaign look that they did seemed very safe, being in a very dark space area. Yeah, they didn't have to show off a lot of stuff. You didn't. They didn't show side by side comparison. Look at look at the brute face that you hated before, and look at how much better it looks now. Yeah. Like they didn't. Oh, they didn't Poor come Craig. out. Like they didn't come out guns blazing, which is what I wanted them to do. After after it, it felt kind of like they came out as like a wounded dog. I'm right. Like, well, okay, I said well, my exact wording was to... they didn't feel very confident when Halo came up. Right. Totally. And 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 that was a bummer. I think they were pretty confident when it came to multiplayer. Correct. And that's great, and I'm excited yeah. for the multiplayer, but unlike Johnny, I replay the campaigns of Halo games time and time again because they're they're relatively short, they're really fun, and they, yeah. they let you do a bunch of cool stuff in them. And I like the story stuff. Again, I'm the nerd who used to read Halo books, so oh. I love yeah. the I story of Halo. Multiple Halo novels myself, Chase. Come on. How many Halo novels about the multiplayer have you read? Uh-huh. Hmm. Johnny just reads the book once, and then he just... Does multiplayer with the book? He throws it at a bunch of people. That's what he does. Chase, um, what about you? Yeah. We've got Halo called out. We've got Wonderlands called out. What game are you excited for from all this? Oh, like real early, one of the ones they showed that I that I got excited about. This was Summer Games Fest, I believe. Was Metal Slug Tactics? That Fuck is one yeah. of the cool as incredible yeah. surprises. And I know, I know, it's got some problematic stuff being owned by Saudi princes or whatever uh, for SNK, but. The game itself looks really good, and and not getting a fire a new fire emblem and the advance wars that we are getting being older stuff that's being remade. This is a tactical game. I think I can get behind, and it just mm-hmm. it looks so good. It uses yeah. those original sprites. Yeah. It has those those awesome characters. I, I am not the huge, biggest Metal Slug fan because I just don't love the way those games play, but I love the way they look. I love the character that's that's built into them, and I think it's going to make for a really fun tactical RPG, and and that's super exciting to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This game 100%. looks really good, and it didn't leak. Like so many of the cool things, like Mario and Rabbits, I think that would have been a great surprise, but it leaked before. It's just disappointing. Yeah, I uh, I shared that I was excited for for that game as well, but the the one that surprised me that I, I really like came from Devolver. And that is the Trek to Yami. And yeah, that's on my list too. This, I don't know if you've seen this trailer or not, but this uh, Ghost of Tsushima didn't really do it for me. Um, I got lost in it. It felt a little old and dated, but I think what this is doing really is, is walking that line for me of what I would want from that game. And holy shit, this game looks like a, a masterpiece. This will be a day one pickup for me for sure. Um, it's just absolutely gorgeous side scrolling. The the combat in this looks incredible. The sound design is so good. Uh, do yourself a favor, go back and watch this when you can on a big screen with sound or headphones on because it deserves it. This game is going to be fucking stellar, easily. Uh, Bobby, you and I talked about it on on some of those weekend shows that we did, where you know Ghost of Tsushima had its Kurosawa mode that was kind of just 
you just put the game in black and white. You didn't really do the the effort into this. And this game looks to be all effort to make the Kurosawa mode of video games. And that is that is very exciting. Um, we I also think that's about a fair many... assessment. They had film grain and different effects that they did with that Kurosawa mode. Uh, OK, well, you're just an apologist, aren't you? It's <laughs> a fantastic video game. I don't care what anyone says. All right. Well, you, apparently you don't care what we say, obviously. Um, but okay. this this, I think, looked really good. I mean, Bobby and I mentioned the a, a bunch of inside likes. I would I would call them this year that we got shown a bunch of 2D plain games yeah. uh, with 3D. Well, not all of them were 3D stuff like we have replaced, which might get mentioned later. Um, but this one, I think, was the best of those. Yeah. And it just it just was really pretty. Sounded great. I'm I'm so jazzed to play this one. This is this might have been the coolest thing I saw in the whole show. Patrick, what about you? Anything else that stood out? Um, from the Summer Games Fest. Yeah. Mm. Or I mean, this the whole the whole presentation or, or anything. anything. Yeah, anything. E3. Uh, let's see. The, I mean, the Final Fantasy Collection that they're putting out. Square Enix has put it out. I'm excited for that. The um, pixel remaster. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. Um, I need to go back and play. I need to beat four, and I need to play six. So I'm excited for that. I'm concerned it's not coming out on consoles. It's only coming out on PC and uh, uh, PC and mobile. It's very very weird. weird. But uh, but yeah, I'm excited for that definitely. And again, just Metroid Dread. Give it yeah. to me. I'm yeah. so ready. I'm so fucking ready. Oh yeah. Like, like the fact that that's like a full on, you know, uh, a full on sixty dollars Switch game. Hopefully, there's some good production value behind it. I mean, and from the trailer, you know, it looked like it's going to be incredible. So yeah, that's that's it. Metroid Dread, baby, give it to me. Patrick, are you also excited for Metroid Prime Four, or is it more just these two D nah. Metroids that you're okay? Two, yeah, two, yeah, two D Metroids. I. I tried playing Metroid Prime when it came out and it didn't it didn't grab grab me at all. So. Same for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Johnny, what about you? Uh Battlefield 2042 also looks good. Looks like a hell of a time. Uh okay. they showed off uh the multiplayer for that on the Xbox Bethesda showcase. That's, that's all there is. There's no single player in that game. Yeah. That's that's right. That's right. Ooh, Which is my. Yep. Probably, I mean, the, those campaigns... But 64 on 64. 100, on Xbox, you got 128 mm-hmm. player battles. Yep. I think that's, but I think that's the case... The, well, not the, the player count, but I think the no single-player campaign has been true for all of the, the future Battlefield games. Mm-hmm. Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4 both had single-player campaigns. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, like, the 20... Like, 2041 and... Oh, okay. I, I never played any of those. Um... So yeah, we got to see uh, some some of the multiplayer from that uh, with That's awesome. th- the super storms that will sweep through the maps randomly, and it sounds like that isn't a um, like a timed event or anything. It can just kind of happen at any moment. Um, and you know your usual battlefield shenanigans. You got people strapping C four on ATVs and driving it off the roof of a skyscraper onto a helicopter and making it blow up. That's amazing. So I know uh, all that stuff's possible, but. Yeah. 
how staged do you feel that was? Like there were there were certain parts where if oh. these maps are really as big as they say they are, and yeah. you have people who are zip lining from skyscraper to skyscraper, huge yeah. skyscrapers, uh, are all of those levels of those skyscrapers going to be places that people can fight in the level? I, I wonder like how much you can actually condense players when yeah. you have maps that are that big. Uh, I mean, like there's usually. Like in every map, there's certain choke points, areas they, that you're going to always... They just showed on the trailer, they go into an elevator. Yeah. Right. So I think it's like but, ground like level. Like, does that elevator level. stop at every floor, or is no, it maybe like only two? Probably floor like floor. the ground floor all the way to the top. Yeah. Um, but I, I've had plenty of crazy moments like that myself when I've been okay. playing the game. Uh, and that's that's why I like those games so much, it's because it is it can be so chaotic and... Mm -hmm. You can just you can pull some some crazy shit off, or see someone on your team do something uh, like that. They they did it in the CG trailer, uh, but the, there's the classic. I think it's from Battlefield Three or Battlefield 1942. The guy going up in the plane, ejecting, using the rockets to shoot the guy that's chasing him, blowing him up, and then getting back into his plane and flying away. You want like to talk, talk about a wholesome ass moment? That dude was watch, streaming. The trailer reveal for that game, the guy that pulled that move yeah. off, and uh -huh. when they showed his move in the trailer, and you get to watch his like genuine reaction to that, that was really fucking cool. That's great. That That's was fantastic. That was really fucking cool. Um, you won't see it in the wholesome direct, but it was quite wholesome. It was quite wholesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm I'm super excited for a new Battlefield. I I hope it's right. not as broken as those games can be when they launch. Um. But I will be absolutely checking this one out. Like, yeah, probably the day it comes out. So. Yeah, I'm day one with you for that one, Johnny. Chase, and uh, it's my first one on PC, so I'm uh -huh, yeah, sure. like, see your those have always deal. been the place that they showcase those games because uh, you know their Frostbite engine like is very demanding of your hardware. So, like I'm, when, when Snoop and Zach Efron are smoking weed, they're playing yeah. Battlefield on PC. Exactly, yeah, better believe it. Chase, what yeah. about you? Anything else you want to mention before we wrap yeah. up? Yeah, uh, like another really nice little thing that that just surprised me was uh, "Don't Make King Cabbage." We we talked about this one also, Bobby, but it is it is a uh, looks like a visual novel, but it's it, it's kind of like it's very it's very weird, it's very abstract, and it's apparently about a kid who is about to go on a job interview, but he's playing his, I think it's called a Dwayne boy which is basically just a Game Boy, except the batteries are apparently alive. Uh, it's, it's very odd. Uh, um, but he starts seeing, the because he played the Dwayne Boy, the world around him is starting to kind of shape into a Pokemon-style game, a monster-collecting nice. game. Nice. And just the way, the music stuff that's in there, the visuals, it, it got an extremely short trailer during, uh, I believe it was the Future Game Show. And that that trailer was weird and live action and claymation-y kind of stuff that the game doesn't necessarily look like. Or maybe it turns into that. Who knows? Uh, it just showed off really well. There's a demo that you can download on Itch that's like the first eight or so, min eight or so minutes of that game. And uh, I just... I didn't know about this thing at all. And then it became just one of those cool little curios where you're like, I... I, I need this. I need this, right? And uh, and so I'm excited to see 
what happens with that game and track its uh its development i followed the follow the developer on twitter it's mostly just being made by one guy and it seems really cool uh awesome man well to wrap things up for me there's just like two games i'll talk about really quick and then i'll be done um replace might have been one of my favorite things of all of you three and this game came out of nowhere for me the style i have poured over this trailer multiple times on and off the show I cannot get enough of how this game looks. The tone, the setting just does it for me in a big way. Um, I need it now. I want it. And it will be on Game Pass, which is great. But I want to know more about it, too. Like, it's been pretty vague. I've been following them on Twitter a little bit more to try and get bits and pieces. And uh, I, I just I can't wait for it. I think replace. And it's, very and it's cool. another one of those inside likes that we that we talked about. That, that you're yeah. playing yeah. stuff. These are, these are pixels, though. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. Full it, pixel. It's got a really good look to it. I mean, you've got you've got Square Enix going, oh yeah, the HD two D look, and this is like, yeah, yeah, HD two D that looks cool, but look at what we can do with it. Yeah, and this looks incredible. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. Great. I can't get enough of that one. And then uh, the other game we've talked about a lot about on the show for a couple of years now, but uh, I finally and I can say, and I think Chase can join me here. Uh, we've played Sable. Like I've I've played yeah. this, this Johnny. I don't know if you played it yet or not. I did. Um, yeah. This game has hit all the right notes for me in the in the demo, and when it wrapped up, I immediately wanted more. And I I, I was so pissed when the demo ended. I like know. You, like, I you mm. built you assemble your your glider and you're ready to go, and then it's like. Nope, you don't get to play it. I was like, oh, damn, but I wanted it. I wanted I know, it so bad. I know. And uh, the soundtrack, the score from Japanese Breakfast, just cruising around in that game was so perfect. The style, yeah. the way that they do day and night cycles and how the colors change with day and night in that game is really impressive. Um, I didn't realize how much you'll have like dialogue stuff with, with characters and relationship stuff there, and I thought that was really well done. I, the writing was nice. Yeah. The writing's yeah. really nice. Like for me, I think it's it's safe to say that this not only was one of my most anticipated games, it's now uh delivering on that expectation and I'm excited that we have a September That's 23rd awesome. release date confirmed. Uh it it's is also here. It is also on Game Pass day and date. Uh so you'll we'll pick it up there, but Sable. Um that was those are two big things for me for this year and I'm I'm really cool. pumped about it. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for this I, game as well. Shout out to Japanese had, Breakfast. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, so good. So good. I, I, I did not know about Japanese Breakfast before this. Mm. Uh, so now I've been making up for lost time. For sure. um, I, when I play the demo, it could just be that I am on a launch Xbox One. But I, I had that game be a little framey. Which, it was a little hard to tell because that game is purposefully a yeah. little frame rate. Your character <laughs> moves at an odd frame rate yeah. than what the rest of the game does. So yeah. I don't know. Cause it was, I was noticing that even on my, my computer, uh, but even it, then I was, I was getting hiccups for sure. Like huh. actual hiccups. And, um, and I think that's mostly just being on such old hardware at this point. Yeah. Uh, I had a very, I have a very sad, lonely <laughs> Xbox one. Patrick, that, that <laughs> demo is available on steam right now. Part of their, uh, next fest. So you can download that demo on steam and check that out. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Um, put some headphones on, man. Turn the lights off. Listen to that soundtrack, and cruise around in the desert. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, what else? Anything else that we got to cover before we wrap it up here tonight? Yes. Okay. I think Johnny uh, and I have at least one more thing. I would be remiss uh, if we didn't mention Sorry, Forza two, Horizon. Two oh, okay. Good. We're talking about the good. On one. it. On it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, Forza Horizon 5. Uh, we get a new Forza Horizon game. I absolutely love these games. They're my favorite uh, racing series. And we're going to Mexico this time. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're partnering with uh, Mexican artists to put their art into the game uh, that will show up in these different towns that you visit. Um, I know that it comes with Game Pass, but I'll probably do what I did last time and buy the one that comes with all the DLC mm-hmm. and the car packs and all that shit. Because yep, I just I, I love these games so much. Uh, and it looks incredible which i mean a game with cars on a on a new system you know it's it's gonna look good so it'll it'll run 4k 60 um the last thing for me which is the biggest thing and it was the thing other than breath of the wild 2 i was relatively unconvinced we would see and it showed up at the end of uh the kickoff of summer game fest and that is elden ring i know none of you guys give a shit about FromSoft or their games, but I am so incredibly excited for this. Um, like it, it looks obviously more like Dark Souls than what Sekiro was, uh, but it looks like From is taking all of the things that they've learned over the last four games that they've made, five I guess, uh, including Bloodborne, and it's culminating in this new open world experiment with uh, writing from George R. R. Martin, who. Uh, so it'll never re- get finished, is what you're it, saying. It's thank God his part was relatively small. Uh, they didn't have to wait around for him. Um, maybe they did. Maybe the whole reason this game has been so delayed is because maybe uh, you're right, Chase. <laughs> maybe you're right. As um, um, as somebody who's not into the series or Dark Souls games at all, I think the setting of this one looks interesting, but everything that goes into the gameplay in that setting, I don't like but i think that the op- here the open world setting i like i like what they're doing with like the horse or the mount riding that they have there yep um i think that's pretty cool but i don't like yeah. anything else that I'm and they, with it. uh just very quickly uh the the, the arts for the different weapons actually are going to be transferable so you can have different move sets that wouldn't normally go with a weapon that you can customize. And it, it seems like they're really opening things up for you to make the exact kind of build that you want, which is incredibly exciting to me. I, I can't wait to learn more about it. Uh, and it's coming out sooner than I thought it was. It's coming out January 21st of next year. So that's not that far away uh, in the grand scheme of things. So I'm, uh, I'm happy for you, Johnny. Thanks, Chase. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, I got one. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, lay it on us. Uh, Call of Duty Season 4. Okay. Um, I know y'all don't play Call of Duty in here, do you? I used to. I, I do. Uh, Sometimes. Still. Yeah, Warzone Smacks. Yeah, it's uh, great. Yeah, Warzone Smacks. So they have uh, you know, Season 4 coming out. And yeah, things are getting weird. We have zombies and monsters and Dude, no all man. kinds of other stuff going on. I'm like, okay, so I, I, guess, I guess Activision is embracing the the sillier, the more silly side and the more like fantasy side of Call of Duty, or they're creating a more fantasy side of Call of Duty. Sure, why not? Lean in, get campy, get crazy. Let's do it. So yeah, I'm excited for that. I was super surprised to see uh to see this show up at Summer Summer Games Fest, but yeah, it was cool. Right on. Yeah, uh-huh. they're doing the whole eighties bits, like bringing in movie characters and shit. It's getting super weird. Yeah. yeah. Chase, my man, what do you got? 
Uh, I'm kind of tapped out. Like I, you guys mentioned a couple of mines, so I'm I'm pretty good. Uh, let me actually, you know what? Let me throw let me throw one other here that I had on my phone. Uh, Shredders. I thought Shredders looked pretty good. The uh, the Microsoft snowboarding game or yeah. the, the snowboarding game that got showed off at Microsoft. Um, I I just thought that looked really nice. Um, the way they were talking about being made for writers by writers. I think uh, it's. It's definitely more interesting to me than a lot of the zanier uh, snowboarding stuff that we usually seem to get. I mean, I love we oh we lost Patrick there. Um, I love uh, SSX Tricky, and and those are fun. Like that's that's a fun time. But there is something about just the kind of this pureness of um, of the snowboarding that that seemed really cool to me. I mean, I also kind of like the the riders. Riders Republic from from Ubisoft, which also has some snowboarding stuff in there. Uh, but as soon as I saw Shredder's Riders Republic, just kind of went to the side. I was like, "This looks this looks nice. Yeah. This looks fun right. and comfortable." And I just want to like chill, ride down a mountain, and do a couple flips. And yep, I think it'll be really cool. Absolutely. Um, and you know, I I just want to shout out Game Pass. It, it continues to impress every year, and uh, I think twenty seven of the thirty right. games Microsoft showed were Game Pass. Pretty it's, impressive. It's really impressive. So, you know, twenty twenty one has been uh, as as we wrap up here. It's been an interesting year with just video games and and them moving around. But I look at like what 2022 looks like and you know at the end of the year when we do our game of the year we always break down and say hey what are we looking at ahead of the like what's what's to come and we joked about it like there's a lot of games that johnny and i will absolutely want to put on our top top five top ten top whatever and i look at this year though and this year already looks so different for me on the games that i've enjoyed the games i've been playing and like some of the games that i'm most excited about that i saw from e3 that i get this year are still very different than the games I traditionally play. And so like I'm looking at, I downloaded today 20 plus demos from Steam for the Steam Next Fest. And like a lot of these- And we're gonna quick look them all. Every fucking one of them, buckle up, baby. Uh, They're gonna be one minute quick looks. Yeah, really quick, I mean, quick, quick looks. But uh, there's some- We're just looking at title screens. That's it, that's it. it. Based off this title, I say this is a good game. Uh, but no, I think that E3... I believe the phrase is, you can judge a book by its cover. That's the whole... Absolutely. ...point of everything. Um, but yeah, E3 this year, I felt, was overall pretty successful, given it was not really an in-person event again. I think the the streams were, were, for the most part, done well. And I think that it was cool to be able to stay at home and watch a lot of that content and have the demos on Xbox, have the demos on, on Steam ready to go. I think that stuff's really cool, so... It was fun to, to recap stuff over the weekend. This was a blast tonight to recap it as well and just put a nice bow and wrap up E3 here at the casual hour. So uh, one thing I want to mention real fast. Um, yeah. Do we not care about Starlink? Because that was a pretty big announcement. Oh, or is it Starlink? Starfield? Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. Starlink is the... I mean, maybe if they'd shown the actual game and not just... They, uh, th- that wasn't a CGI trailer. trailer. That was actual in-game. Ah. So like it wasn't that gameplay, but what they showed was rendered in game, which looked pretty impressive. I'll give them that. Like, but, the, but you can you can dusty that up as much as you want. So I'll I'll believe it when I see it. They're still using the I mean, potato Halo, engine. Halo that did the was, same thing. That was, was like literally running from the game. game. Like, 
I, I, I using went, the using the in-game engine is not the same as what the finished product will look like. That's fair, but I'm just saying that they've already produced something that looks good. Forgive me for having some trepidation about Bethesda. That's and fine. How their next game is going to look. That that I'll give you. Yeah. I I, I don't uh, care how good this game I looks. Thought, it's still going to be a Bethesda game. Was so I don't bullshit. Care. I thought it was oh, bullshit. My. Oh my! There we go. Come I with think, controversy. Uh, Bethesda hasn't put out a good game since uh, Skyrim. Um, Fallout 4 was average at best. Fallout 76 was an absolute He's just upset fire. because this game actually has a release uh, date unlike Halo. So he's just upset about that. Halo comes out later this year. What are you talking Bro, about? Let the shots fly. I'm all well, about Well, Starfleet comes out November go. 11th, 2022. Halo comes right. out on holiday. Yeah, Poppy's on a weird crusade that he thinks holiday this year is somehow past November of 2022. All I'm saying is they they have chipped away at my faith in them over their last couple of uh, games they put out. Um, all the, the bullshit behind, like, mm. hey, this game's going to be broke when we ship it. And boy, were they right. And uh, like the way that they, they treat... Uh, like publications and their fans at large like it's just mm. like you know maybe things will be different now that microsoft is owning them we'll see we'll see i mean you know they didn't have andrew wk playing this year which i guess is something a, a credit in their favor um but i was expecting more from starfield i wanted to see what this game is not just oh here's some Good to go, T minus. Like it's kind of what the Halo like, campaign what trailer was. We know what Halo is. Oh, like, we Halo. know what and Halo. We've also is. seen gameplay of Halo. We've seen yeah. real gameplay. I've we seen didn't like it, but we saw it. They gave us a title card two years ago. They gave us a fully like whatever it was teaser trailer. Like we do, we have no clue what this game is. We don't know what the gameplay is going to be like. You know, granted, it's a year and a half away. Hey, but Johnny, do you want me to give you a hint of what the gameplay is going to be like? It's going to be Skyrim in space. It's going to play like Skyrim and Fallout, like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I will know absolutely play this game when it comes out because it'll be on Game Pass. Um, but <laughs> is this a good time for me to say that I was right? Also, I was just waiting to know when I should when I should start to talk about that. About, what? about which part were you right about? That this was one hundred percent. The day that they bought Bethesda, their shit was going to be locked to Xbox. Sure. Oh, well, I, I don't think any of us really fought you. If you I go said back and watch any of our clips on our Twitch page, yeah, we got the receipts ready for you, Johnny. I got the receipts lined up. I never said with 100% certainty that it would... Twitch.tv slash the casual hour. Go to clips. Look for one about... Oh, oh fuck yourself. That's <laughs> right there. It's ready. Um, Semantics, Bobby. Semantics. Um, I'm excited yeah. for the game. I want to know more about it. I am excited when they show us what the game is. Yes. I'm not excited for the game, and I hope it never comes out. <laughs> Does that answer your question, Patrick? I'm just glad y'all started arguing. That was tight. Patrick. Y'all are way too chummy on uh, this podcast episode. I, I'm glad uh, you, you... I can forward you some texts from this morning if you want to see some... <laughs> Wimpy ass sniping at each other. Oh man! Every one of those oh, shots hit. I'm I'm trying okay. to get some car service done, and I'm just getting tweet 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 over here. Hey Chase, guess what? You you have a lot more in common with 
Breath of the Wild than what you think. I because those weapons are about as brittle as your fucking toes. Got him! Bow, bow! Got him! Got it. Um. Anyway. And with that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's let's wrap up the show. If you like what we're doing here, uh, we play games Monday, Wednesdays. I'm sorry, Mondays and Fridays here at 10.30. And we got a bit of an announcement tonight. We, we, we teased it on Monday nights, casual Mondays. But we are moving our show forward a couple hours. Uh, on Wednesday nights now, rather than starting at 7... Back, back, sorry, moving back. Back. Back, sorry. Uh, Wednesdays, we will be recording the same time we normally so do. Preston. Preston, good news for you. Yes. It'll only be 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> yes. Better for, for our friend Preston across the pond. Uh, we will be pl- uh, streaming Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 10.30 p.m. now. And we'll record the show Wednesday nights at 10.30. Um, that can always Central change. Time. Yeah, Central Time. That can always change if there's like an interview or something we're going to do. But just giving uh, my schedule with work and uh, some of the community members that we have hanging out with us um, it might make life a little bit easier. So thank you, Chase and Johnny, for the continued flexibility with the show. Um, it might be a little bit cleaner, too, to say, hey, we Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10.30 p.m. Central. You can find us here on twitch.tv slash thecasualhour. Um, you can follow along those links there. We're at the casual hour across the board. Um, Patrick, we'll go to you next. You do yeah. all kinds of crazy cool shit. Tell us what you do and what you've been up to and what's happening. Yeah, so what I've been up to is finishing up this album or EP. We have, I have an EP that is being um, recorded, mixed, and mastered next week. It is done. It's going to be yes. fun. Yeah, um, can't wait to get that out. And and I'm, uh, you might, you might catch me if you are local to St. Louis. You might catch me in the Grove behind the DJ table pretty soon. More to come on that. Um, All but right. If you fancy. But if you fancy yourself in the in the club scene and want to partake in the P Brown experience, uh, I got some news to announce in a few weeks. So Hell, stay tuned. yes, that's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll make sure to link to those things that you do. Well, we already have your links up always every week for the music in our show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think actually Patrick gets negative cred if we pump his stuff. So maybe it's better that we stay away. He's too cool. For, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. That's not fair. At all. I, um, uh, no, no, no. I love you guys so much. Thank we you for always you too, shouting man. me out. It means yeah. it, it means a lot. And hopefully I can be on the podcast more as a rotating guest yeah. or a recurring guest. Yeah. And I mean, any anytime you want to replace Johnny, please just. Oh, please. sure. Yeah. Hey, I know Johnny, that invite yeah. is always open. Absolutely. Preston in the chat with us tonight. Um, Patrick was one of the founding original members of the casual hour here. And uh, Chase came in a few weeks after him. And so mm-hmm. over the years, Patrick's bounced in and out. But we're getting to a point, I think, now, and I don't want to get too out there, but you might be hanging out a little bit more frequently than we have in years past with the show. So we'll mm-hmm. be excited to have your face whenever we can. And I pre- want to get you in for, for some Mondays and Fridays playing yeah. playing some games, too. Yeah, yeah no, I'm down. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm so down for that. Oh, we could play dodgeball. Y'all were like, oh, dodgeball looks dumb, but it has Game like five great. million players. Let's play it. Pretty good. Let's play that. <laughs> good. Yeah, it's so tight. Well, the John, game is a lot of fun. John, oh, did you end up actually, did you end up playing that hood game? The last time you were on, uh, we were we were doing a preview episode. There was that hood game that's kind of like Left 4 Dead with uh, oh, like no, I, I completely missed it because of dodgeball. It got returned by everybody. Everybody that I know that bought that game returned it. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I heard yeah. it was like fun for a bit, and then it just kind of ended up it, being a slog. It's a big Every slog. Match was just a real slog. And people got real good real quick, and they just made you feel miserable. Oh, that's unfortunate. But uh, I'll download Knockout City, and we can we can check that out for sure. Hell yeah! Chase, the gamer on the go. Me. What's happening with you? What's going on? Well, Bobby, it's time. It's time. There's actually a new episode of Gamers on the Go. Hell yeah! I, it's it's crazy. Uh, it's been out for a couple days. Uh, friend of friend of our show, Pierce Corshain, came on with me, and we talked about the 2015 game, Her Story, which is a fantastic game, and I had a really great time talking to Pierce about that game. And then on the exact same day that we recorded, we recorded this last Sunday, uh, like. Uh, Sam Barlow, the the creator of Her Story, announced a brand new game. So we're prescient like that. Yes. Uh, and and that's you know that's not something we mentioned in our E3 coverage here, but uh, I thought that was also really exciting. Bobby and I mentioned it on one of the weekend ones, but um, I think that's really cool. We just got kind of a teaser of it, so we didn't see much of it, but it seems like a could be a cool thing because that guy just makes cool shit. Yep. Uh, so you can go find that gamersonthego.com. That was, a, again, really fun episode, and thanks, Pierce, for coming on for that. Uh, and then I also have been playing Super Robot Wars X, and I've continued to put those out every Wednesday and Saturday. So one of them just went up. You can watch the new episode. It, it went up like literally as we started this podcast. And uh, that is part 15. So I've done 15 so far. How many do I actually have in the can? I've got 21 in the can so you know there's there's a uh, more coming there's more coming. still got a fuck ton of it to play but uh that's been really fun i had bobby's come on at some point i'm almost done johnny's gonna with come the game almost done point. very close yeah yep. yeah getting close I'm sure I'm sure you've been playing long i know um, and then johnny we're gonna have on at some point too once uh, some characters that are more relevant to his anime watching show up which they will That'll be cool. Awesome. And Johnny, the father of us all, what have you been playing with your son? Uh, nothing lately. It's all all Minecraft all the time with that kid. Are you checking out the new cave systems? Are you are you doing anything with that new update? We're not really into that yet. Jude Jude has asked if he could maybe come on the podcast and talk to us about the caves and cliffs update. Okay. Um. So maybe we can arrange that in the near future. Yeah, that'd be fine. Game. Uh, that'd be great. Well, look, uh, for everybody who hung out with us tonight for E3 coverage, we really appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back on uh, Friday night. Johnny and I are queued up to play Monster Hunter, but we could play Knockout City. We could play some other crazy shit, but right now we're looking at playing some Monster Hunter Rise while Chase is out of town. And then Chase and I'll be back next Monday um, with a casual Monday. But sometime between now and then, we're going to record a bunch of quick looks, and we'll have a lot going out next week for the, the next fest currently taking place with Steam. Patrick, as always, thank you so much for the music. Thank you so much for your friendship, and thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, it's always great to see you. We will be back soon here at the Casual Hour. In the meantime, play something new and reach out and tell us what we should play for you. Have a great night. Happy Father's Day. Yes, happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs>